Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. You know, it's been it's been a bit of time, um, especially uh, you know doing it on my own as a as a lone wolf. It's been it's been a been a hot second for that. Um, just just through life, really. And I just want to quickly apologise for the lighting. It's not the greatest lighting. Um, obviously, I record in the shed with no funding and shit like that, and my uh, extension lead has is, is died on me. But it is what it is. So cheers to that. Cheers to welcome, welcome welcoming ing, ing back. Fucking words fail me sometimes. Um, back to it, though. You know, been been a while like i said life is just life has just got in the way that happens you know of course it does from time to time life just takes over and and you don't get a chance to to escape and as you guys know this is my escape um i'll probably get in trouble for this from the missus but she's um she's away um so it is what it is uh thought i'd wear the retro united shirt um seeing as viva ronaldo is back old cristiano welcome back to the red good performance today but you know back to the podcast stuff um i just want people to know that i am all right i'm living the dream still um but yeah like i said life gets in the way um recorded a very drunken episode with with brian uh which will be coming out that is episode 113 it's not me biffering it up and putting the wrong episode out um that is coming that is coming um just a few things really um obviously the 10th of september um world suicide prevention day um that is just a day it's a day that they've dedicated to shedding more light on on such a harsh and hard subject for most people suicide prevention is every day especially me, you know, I try and fight so that people can listen and understand that they're not alone, that there are people out there that care, etc. you know, and, you know, I've taken a lot of shit, a lot of stick, um, since I've been doing the podcast. And that happens. It does happen, you know. Um, I take it on the chin now and sort of roll with the punches and, and still carry on doing what I'm doing because if I didn't, then I would have failed myself. And 
you know, as selfish as that is, that is the number one priority is, is yourself. And sometimes you've got to have a bit of self-love. Um, get that self-worth back. You know, you should wake up every day and love yourself. If you, if you wake up every day and love yourself, and if somebody else loves you, that's a fucking bonus. Because it's like, I've already started with number one. You know, thanks for that little, that little bit extra. It's nice. Cheers. Chin chin. You know what I mean? And it's a tricky, hard subject. Um, nobody really wants to talk about it. There's been many, many people that are affected by it. Many, many people that suffer in silence that think that that is the way out. It's not. You know, I've been in very dark, horrible places myself. And at moments in those dark, horrible places, I have wanted to and thought about taking my own life. It scared the shit out of me, it did. The f mainly the, the fact that I thought the world would be better off without me that my kids would be better off without this fucking weak, pathetic human. That the missus would be better off finding someone else, someone better. And when you start getting those little, those thoughts, um, you try and hide that from everybody else. You try and hide it from the ones that you care about because you don't want them worrying about you so that you worry more because you're trying to stop them worrying. It's a terrible, terrible decision to do that. And not only that, is it becomes a habit. It becomes like a ritual for you to just lie about it. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. Don't worry about me, I'm okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine, I'm cool, man, yeah. Not fucking dying inside. And th those are the, the hardest conversations to have. Of course they are. Nobody wants to talk about it. When you do talk about it, it lets off a lot of steam. Do you know what I mean? And... Not everything I'm going to talk about today is um, is all doom and gloom. No, no, no. Of course not. Um, what I am going to talk about while I'm here, because um, I probably won't get an opportunity next week to bring it up, um, is the missus. 
wholeheartedly now. This is going to be dedicated to Zero Alpha, the long-haired colonel, the boss of the house, you know. And she's going to hate me for it because she hates being centre of attention. And I'm going to make her centre of attention for, for this little segment of the, of the podcast. Because come Friday, the 17th of September, we're going to be married for 10 years. And I can wholeheartedly put my hands up to this. We've lasted 10 years because of her. Now, she's fucking annoying. She has OCD with cleaning. She tells me to do this and this and this and this and this. But she fucking cracks me up. She makes me laugh and smile every fucking day. Even the days where I didn't want to laugh or smile. She did something and it made me fucking belly laugh. You know, she has these hidden little things that she does that I think are really cute and, and, and fucking just lovely. Even when she gets anxious and nervous, fiddling with her fingers, like, you know, most people do. But it's the little things that you pick up on. Like, she always wants to have fucking tickles at night going into bed. And, you know, I moan every fucking time. I fucking do. I fucking moan every fucking time that I got to do it. But it'll be the day that she doesn't ask. That's the worst fucking day. Because I love it. Like tonight, she's gone, she's gone out. She's gone to visit one of her, one of her mates. Um, so she's staying over. And, you know, I was laying in bed and I had fucking thoughts fucking roaming through my head. As you do, can't sleep. I thought, fuck it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the podcast. Because when she gets home tomorrow, I'm going to make the most of the fact that I didn't get to see her today. Sad, I know, but it's got to be done. But, you know, 13 years ago, we met. King's Cross Station in London, you know, bit of a blind date, I sort of nicked her off Ginger's fucking Facebook and thought, she's a bit of a sort. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking meet her. And I did. And we fell in love. You know, and, you know, I can't pretend that I've been the fucking knight in shining armour that she she wanted or deserved because let's face it as most squaddies I was a bit of a fucking cunt you know and I went away on exercises I went away on tours you know she stuck by me thick and thin through the good times through the fucking bad times through the fucking horrible times she was the one that noticed the change in me you know looking at me day in and day out saying something not right with you 
you need to go and get checked. You need to go to the doctor. Nah, 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 fuck, fuck off. You know, and even when I was at my worst and I thought it was all going to be over, I was going to lose her, I was going to lose the kids, I was going to be in fucking shit state. She stuck by me and pulled me through it. You know, a lot of people think that the man is the strong one, the powerful one, the fucking... the rock in the relationships. You know, for me, it's the missus. She's fucking incredible. You know, she's given me two beautiful, kind, caring, just downright amazing daughters. And they get literally all of that from her. She is amazing. And we sort of said that we wouldn't do a massive present this year or anything like that. We'll go out and we'll have a nice meal. We'll spend some actual top quality time together. Um, but this is a bit of a gift, I would say, um, because not many men would put it out to the world on a podcast platform or any sort of platform and talk about how amazing their wife is. And more men should, you know, and more... more um more squaddy shit you know i'm pretty sure the uh, divorce rate within the military is probably the highest because they're not appreciated You know, even even in terms of going away on tour, uh, going away on exercise, not a lot was fucking done to the to the women, to the wives, the partners of these squaddies that were were going off. It was fucking shocking. Like you're shipping your husband, your partner, your wife off to a war zone, they might not come back. It's something that needed to be definitely um, addressed, I think, personally. Yeah. But... So, um, she may tell me off for having a cigar, but I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating that I have probably the most perfect, understanding, strong, independent, 
smart, beautiful wife who I've been lucky enough to be married to for almost a decade, a decade on Friday, 10 years. So, Mr. Thompson, here's to you. Here's to the next 10 years. And here's to forever. And always, you know, Fucking softy cunt, did I? <laughs> oh, but it had to be done. It had to be done. You know, I had to sit here and and give her the props that she deserves. She's hardworking. She's a wonderful mum. Even better wife. Even though I might piss and moan at her and say, "Oh, all you do is fucking moan at me." She's spot on, mate. She fucking is. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You fucking know what I mean. You fucking know what I mean. But yeah. <clears throat> but how good has sport been as well? You know, that uh, young, that young British girl has just won the US Open, the first one since what, 1977 or something? Fucking unbelievable. The fucking Olympics, fucking unbelievable. Paralympics, fucking... Th those guys are fucking unbelievable with a big capital F. For fuck. I mean, take, take Robbo, for example, been on the podcast. Sp speak about him quite often because he is... He's extraordinary. You know, he was an absolute fucking machine during that fucking final. An absolute machine. He was unreal. I mean, I played, I played like rugby union with Robbo for 15 squadron. He was a good player. He was a good player. But he's literally world class now. Fucking unreal. It's just mad, mate. It is fucking brilliant. Really fucking truly is. And sometimes, you know, just to, on another little tangent, because you know me, I love a, I love a fucking tangent. You've got to enjoy the little things. A nice glass of fucking Japanese whiskey. A shitty cigar. You know, I'd prefer a better cigar, but, you know, combat cigars I haven't hooked a brother up yet. Just saying. Um, watching the football. You know, I remember when United signed Cristiano Ronaldo and I thought, who the fuck is this show pony? I almost had an orgasm today having probably one of the world's greatest ever players, probably the greatest player at the minute, I would say, still, at 36. Apparently that's old. I'm fucking 34. I'm fucking old. 
Like, I am actually old. I'm grumpy. I'm fat. Smoke cigars, drink whiskey, bad knees. I'm old. He is not a human. He's not a human. Prove that today, scoring two goals. He looked unreal. Um, but yeah, I almost shot a load. I was like, fucking, this is the best. Football is the best. Do you know what isn't the best, though? Racists. Now, during the um, during the World Cup qualifiers, we play in Hungary and, and Poland. Poland did it too. Just saying. They're making monkey noises, throwing cups of beer. That's a waste. At, at the players, you know, the black players. It's just mind-boggling. If you're a racist, you're an idiot. If you're a racist, you are an idiot. I think we spoke about this before on, on one of the early episodes. I mean, you're not born racist. You're not. You're not born racist. That's not a thing. You don't come out of the womb and go, oh, I hate you. You know, that doesn't happen. When you grow up and you go through preschool, primary school, secondary school, et cetera, et cetera, you're in a multicultural environment full of all races, all religions, et cetera, et cetera. You don't just hate someone because they're black or from Pakistan or a Muslim or a Sikh or a Hindu, you know, list goes on. Um, you don't hate them. You're told to hate them by your surroundings, your parents, your peers, you know who have learned it from their parents or their people that they go to the pub with. Just, I just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. You know, I've been to some of the most vile countries there is um, because of the people that were who are in those countries, for example, Afghanistan with the Taliban. I don't hate all Afghanis because a handful of them are fucking terrorists. I don't go, oh, you're Afghani. Fucking hate you, mate. You're terrorists. It's not true. It's not true. I don't hate you. Um, what I do hate is terrorism. So, but you know, do you know what I mean? It's just fucking mad. It's bonkers. Your dad's a racist. His dad was a racist. His dad was a racist. It's all trickled down. And then you become a racist and you start chanting monkey noises. You fucking idiots. Monkey noises still in 2021. 
you know, where you can actually identify as a piece of fruit. I feel like a pineapple today. You're a racist. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> if you're a racist, you should take the sticker off the bleach that says don't drink and then see what happens because you're going to drink it because you're an idiot. You know, I was I was never for the taking of the knee because I was like, well, what's the fucking point? Um, I understand the meaning behind it. I understand why they do it. To try and raise awareness. It's the same with mental health. People try and raise awareness. Yeah. However. However, awareness has been raised. The majority of people in and around the world, majority now, know not to be racist or aren't racist, but know there is racism. So if we're all aware, same with mental health, like I said, we're all aware there are mental health issues, suicide, depression, anxiety, PTSD, et cetera, et cetera. The awareness is out there. We all know. It's now, we're now at that point. It's what are we doing about it? Things like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. What, why are you giving these cunts platforms to fucking hurl abuse? You know, it's all well and good blocking and removing and reporting said tweet. How about, <laughs> how about you check in your little algorithms, because I've had it before where I've said something and they've gone, you can't say that, that's fucking bullying. Because I said someone was a cunt. They were a cunt. It's not bullying. It's not bullying if it's true. Um. So you've seen it. You know I've said it. You've also said, don't do that. It's bullying. However, you can send fucking monkey emojis and bananas and, and things like that on social media and, and do racist comments. It gets blocked and fucking reported. Yeah, just put that away. How about you ban them for life? Ban them for life solved that bit get caught in the stadium doing a, a monkey noise monkey chant we caught you on the cctv and on fucking match of the day guess what sonny jim you're banned banned for life for being a cunt um You know that you know the team that you support. You you're Hungarian, yeah. You know your team, yeah. Because you and your group of mates are cunts. Ha, you banned. 
the whole country banned now, banned from competition until you sort your racism problem out. Bosh, banned. Because, you know, England, England fans kick off like fucking idiots, like they've always done. Yes, there were some idiots that were fucking racist during uh, the Euros, doing the sim- similar things to uh, three black English players. And then English fans were banned from travelling to uh, support the country. All English fans banned for travelling to support the country. Do you know what? Good. They should be for being cunts. Group of people, cunts. Rest of you, cunts. It's, um, oh, sorry, not rest of you, cunts. Rest of you, banned. You know, one fucks up, you all fuck up. Bish, bash, bosh, banned. Um, and then you slowly will watch the deterioration. Deterioration? 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 You'll see it get less and less. <laughs> Um, you will, you will. So today's a big one, isn't it? So I hit record. Well, actually, I don't even know what time I hit record. Um, but in my head, it was still September 11th. Or as the Americans call it, 9-11, because they do it all backwards. Um, 20 years ago, I, I was at school when it happened. I remember walking through the living room doors and my dad having the news on and he went, this is, this is crazy. We've just flown two planes into, into the buildings. People are fucking dying, you know, all over. Fucking, I was like, this is madness. You know, this is shocking. And there's some really shocking things to come out of it. You know, obviously all the conspiracy theories, but I ain't getting into that. Because um, I don't care because it was so heinous. And so disgusting. Whoever fucking did it. Clearly the two planes fucking hit it. But whether it was planned by whoever. It doesn't matter. Too many innocents fucking lost their lives. Too many police lost their lives. Too many fire service lost their lives. Too many civilians lost their lives. And it was fucking sad. It still is. I mean. There's those photos of. people that jumped he was either burn alive or jump and he jumped from like the fucking top one of the top stories of the fucking world trade center and must have been in free fall for like four or five seconds and even before that just knowing that i'm dead it's fucking mad. I'm fucking sad. And then you fast forward now to 
people trying to evacuate from Afghanistan and decided to get on the plane, on the wheels of the plane, because they'd rather take their chances of going up on a fucking C-17, on the wheels of a C-17, rather than stay in the fucking country. Rather, basically, would rather death than live in the in that country. It's fucking, it's horrific. But 9-11, so fucking sad. 20 years later, still so fucking sad. Fucking awful. Absolutely fucking awful. But we mourn. We get back to it. And that's one thing that we never really taught is how to deal with grief, how to deal with death. Because it's going to come at you in, in different waves. The first wave is going to be it's going to be horrendous. You're going to be not going to want to do anything. And you feel a bit better. Then it hits you again. You get a bit better. It hits you again. Might hit you. It might just keep hitting you that time. It might really. And then you start to think like. Should I, should I be feeling happier now? And then feel guilty that you're feeling happier. And then it fucking hits you again. Yeah, my first real loss was my granny. I've been about 12, 13. And I, I was so close to her. And I, I never really dealt with it, you know. I cried. I, I, I was devastated. Still am. You know. I still get those waves. You know, I think about her and I'm like. But now I think about her in, in context. You know, I can hear her fucking Welsh, Welsh fucking accent. I can. I can hear her husky fucking laugh from where she smoked so much. And the kids now, they say, what was granny like? And I'm like, she was brilliant. But the mad thing is, she was only like 64. It's mad. It's young now. It's, but you never, you never talk. And as a parent, you're not taught how to teach that to your kids. That it's all right, you know, to be sad. <sighs> what a day. <laughs> oh.
glad I did this because, yeah, like I said at the beginning, life has just got in the way and I'm trying to get guests on when I do, you know, the fucking audio goes walkabouts. Um, it is coming out, don't worry. Um, but I have got a few in the pipeline that I want to get on. Some with some really powerful stories, um, and that's what that's what I want to do. Um, and I'm not afraid to sit here and talk to you for thirty minutes, forty minutes. You know, sometimes the lone wolf needs to be done. Um, sometimes you need to get a new fucking extension lead. So you don't sit here and look like you're in fucking Halloween episode. <laughs> But I needed to get out. I needed to get out and I needed to get this done. You know, I was laying in bed and I had fucking, like I said, I had fucking thoughts buzzing through my head. And I was like, I need to get this out on, 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 you know. I needed to get that bit at the beginning out about suicide prevention. I needed to get that amazing chat about about the missus because she deserves that and I also needed to just babble a little bit just get all these fucking stuff out of my head I've been stuck with a 10 year old and a 7 year old today and I haven't had much adult conversation and it's funny because the adult conversation I have is talking to myself um, <laughs> and laughing at my own jokes because why not? Why can't I laugh at my own jokes? Um, but also, I've got a few family commitments tomorrow. So, you know, that's that's going to take up some time. And I don't know when I'll be back in the shedio to actually press record and get, and get content out. Um, I don't want to just rush and just put out content willy-nilly. Um, but sometimes when you've got stuff in your head you want to get out and talk about, you just got to hit record, man. Just got to hit record. It's not a problem to sit here and shit lighting. It's not a problem to just ramble on as words pop into your head and get it off your chest. Sometimes you feel fucking better. Feel good for it. And sometimes you do need to just have a fucking cigar and not give a shit. And have some fucking Japanese whiskey because it's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just need to do that. And I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed I've I've enjoyed this one. It's been good. It's been good. Um hopefully I've made sense. Hopefully I'm not too fucking I don't know what. You know what I mean? Ah, <sighs> I think it's. I think that genuinely is time for me to fucking hit the hay though, and get and get some fucking shut ass. You know what I mean? So here's to next time, trooper dupers. Awesome. Thanks for that, guys. Um, as I'm saying, bye. Just a quick shout out to Ico Energy Drinks. You know that it's the fucking good energy without the crash. So get amongst that. Get amongst the fucking 
infusion CBD, the best CBD out there. You know, it's amazing. I've got nobody else to shout out because nobody wants to sponsor me. Hence why I'm sitting here with a fucking torch. Catch you in a bit, troops. Cheers for listening. I've been Tomo. It's been the Grand Zero podcast, and I'm out. Love ya. Oi, oi.